Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childress, and welcome to the Natural Choice Network, a local platform and meeting place where sustainable living comes live. Naturalchoice.net and the Natural Choice Network directories have many great ways for a conscious community to connect, stay up to date on green resources, natural health, natural food, and mind spirit. And you can also stay connected right here with me every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk 1150. Well, today I have Nicole Pelham. Is that how you pronounce your name, Nicole? Your last name? I, yep, that's good. Pelham. Tell them things. I'm owner of the Seattle Spartans women's football team. And I'm really excited to talk to her about the growth and status of the sport, especially in the midst of a movement to transcend gender bias um, on and off the field. So welcome to the show, Nicole. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, please start by telling us a little bit about the history and evolution of women's football, along with your personal history as a women's tackle football player before becoming the new owner of the Seattle Spartans. Yeah. So uh, women's football has actually been going in the United States for quite a while. You can look back and find old black and white archival footage and they are wearing, you know, those little flimsy helmets and those oh, big gosh. pads on their hips. So it's been around for quite a while. Um, it's had a couple different reincarnations. Most people, of course, know um, the LFL League, which got a bunch of uh, really big deals and became very big, uh, very fast. But as far as women's actual, like, full tackle NFL-style football, that has been going all around the United States pretty uh, significantly for about 10 years. Um, there's mm -hmm. about four different leagues, the biggest of which is one the one we're in, which is the WFA. Um, and we have about 65 to 70 teams, so it is quite large. Wow. all across the United States and then a couple up in Canada. And then there are some smaller leagues. Uh, the LFL League bankrupted last year, um, so there isn't an LFL League right now, um, but there is another league that's going to be that's going to be trying to take that place, and that's the Indoor Football League um, that's been around for a few years. Okay, interesting. Well, I know, um, it, you know, if you could talk about maybe the similarity and the difference between the evolution of women's professional basketball, which has come really, really far, and what you kind of, um, with the WNBA and what you kind of hope for uh, with women's um, women's football. Yeah, so we are actually, you've kind of brought, touched on that. We're kind of in that moment, and women's sports has been in that moment for about two, about two to three years, <laughs> yeah. um, where it's Pause. really been on the brink of just exploding onto the scene. Um, and of course, right now, we're in a huge movement where we're just trying to break down every single one of those barriers, you know, everybody yeah. together saying, okay, listen, we, this system only works for a select few. And even for those select few, it doesn't work well. Right, yeah. So we, we want to get this all taken care of. And part of that is equality in sports. Um, and that's something that I think women's football has been, you know, it's just kind of hard for people to imagine women playing such a rough sport. Um, and now I think we're at a time where I think people will finally, you know, we have MMA, we have, um, you know, WNBA and soccer, and we're starting to see women as not being, you know, those delicate, pretty flowers. They can only do the pretty sports, but they can also do the powerful sports. So I think that that's uh, something that's been shifting recently, and I think women's football is going to uh, benefit from that. That's my hope. I really would like for women's football to join the big three to be up there with soccer and basketball and have women's football be the third one. Yeah, um, and I know with coming a long yeah. way. So. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and softballs for forever. Um, but I know, just like with gear and everyone's concerns, even with football, with you know men right now too. Um, I'm sure with kind of some of the evolution and the new technologies with gear and how how important that is to make the state of uh, sports safe for everyone. 
Yeah, there have been a lot of changes. Our league is actually one of our biggest sponsors is Zenith. And they have uh, top-rated helmets, top-rated five. Either they're top five or three helmets in the in the world, and they're NFL quality, so they're on the list that the NFL players get to use. But they are a much cheaper price point. Their bottom helmets are about 150, um, all the way up to their top helmets are 500. Whereas the NFL helmets are they're thousands of dollars. So yeah, I was gonna say sponsoring the women's football, and they gave us really big discounts on pads and helmets this year. Dropped the prices down by about 100 to. Uh, Fifty dollars, depending on which helmet they were, and that was a that was a big thing was to get the helmets and make sure the league is focusing on that. Um, as far as our team, we you know are always focused on on everybody's safety. We make everybody you know do concussion protocol. If there's any issues like that, but the biggest thing with football is just getting people used to the teamwork of it. You know, getting them used to the style of it, and and just understanding that it is a sport that does involve pain, but but so does life. And it kind of teaches you those little <laughs> things are, are things that when you really want something like, you know, to win a game championship, to get that promotion, it teaches you to fight through those pain to get those things that you want, you know, and that's one of the, the great things about football that I, that I really love showing women is that, you know, the camaraderie of it and the fact that you can power through this stuff, you're much stronger than you think you are. Well, it's interesting because my brother played professional football and uh, back in the seventies, Oh, wow. And he is only um, five foot 11. Oh, wow. And back then the game was so much fun. There was more smaller and more agile players. It wasn't just about, you know, who's the biggest one on the field. And they're the ones that actually cause more pain and injury. And, and, and especially with the impact when you're looking at some of these several hundred pound guys, just like smashing. And then when you just have, you know, these, you know, big Mack trucks smashing up against each other, it's not, there's not as much of an air game and there's not as much running because mm-hmm. no one wants to get tackled that fast. So it's probably, I, I know my brother too, he, he prefers watching college football because there's, you know, some more, you know, some smaller players and it just can be a much more exciting game. And I would imagine the same would be same watching women play. It is, it is a, I mean, first of all, there's there's nothing that they, they right now they can get from it. You know, this is kind of the highest level. They're doing it for their own desire and their own want. And something about that, you know, makes the games just they just feel um, on just a different level because everybody there is just, you know, we're, we're risking everything in those games and we're not getting anything. No one's getting paid for them. <laughs> you know more so spontaneous really and a little bit yeah. more strategy yeah more spontaneous Full love of the game <laughs> yeah <laughs> going for those big shots right <laughs> yep. yeah well we'll be right back with much more about women's football with nicole right after this short break so please stay tuned access pharmacy northwest is a full service retail compounding and long-term care pharmacy locally owned and operated in Mount Lake Terrace, who take a holistic approach to your health, wellness, and pharmaceutical needs. Access offers custom prescription solutions using the art and science of preparing prescription medication to fit your unique and individual needs, leaving out allergens or additives such as dyes, gluten, sugar, lactose, or alcohol, and turning pills into transdermal cream, gel, sublingual troches, or drops to ensure dosage and delivery is optimal for you. Access Pharmacy Northwest, helping you build a balanced life from the inside out. Free shipping and competitive pricing. Call 425-356-3276 or go to www.naturalchoice.net and keyword search Access Pharmacy. 
Who wants a healthcare provider who works in isolation? We don't like it either. Doctors Chris Rafeth and Bob Fiesel at Lions Creek Dental Care and Oral Surgery are holistic dentists who care about your total health, not just your teeth. They work with your healthcare professionals to find the best solutions for you. Besides offering a broad range of holistic dental care, Doctors Rafeth and Fiesel have done extensive work in TMJ and chirodentics. Get the dental care that has your total health in mind. Call 206-362-5400 or go to naturalchoice.net, keyword search, Lions Creek. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. This is Josh from Local Burger. You're listening to the Natural Choice Network on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. I'm here with Nicole Fellum, owner of the Sales Spartans, and we're talking about the evolution and growth potential of women's professional tackle football. So before we get more into the details of women's tackle football, um, what's your current view um, Current view of the gender bias and or or inequality in all of women's sports on and off the, the field. I know we touched on it at the beginning, but um, I just wanted you to go into that a little bit more, especially with the the younger kids and the younger, um, you know, females that are getting into the ranks and getting older. And because even when I was in sports, when I was a kid, there wasn't that many um, sports available for girls. So kind of talk about how you're you know, recruiting younger kids and where the interest is there as well. Yeah, so football is really growing as a sport, but all the women's sports have really been taking up a lot of the growth. Um, when yeah. Tackle football has actually dropped down for boys, um, has, has gone up for girls all the way across. So Utah has some girls teams, but just in general, women's sports and girls sports are really growing. Um, and I think it's just a realization that those sports are fun. They are entertaining. Like it, it really is an understanding of just putting this stuff in front of people and having them realize, oh, well, that was fun. That I was watched fun to watch. Yeah. And just, <laughs> just that understanding, you know, that they, I listened to a thing about women's movies, uh, superhero movies, and they were talking about that women's movies actually gross higher. Um, and they were explaining how that should translate over into sports um, and how yeah. like soccer grosses higher. And they, they said that they firmly believe that women's sports will actually gross higher in the future. And I thought that was just a very interesting thought because right now, <laughs> You know, we're I'm I, our teams are hope, hoping just to break even, you know, WNBA and soccer, you know, are, are both finally getting well into being able to sustain themselves. But those took really long processes. So I think all the sports are kind of doing that. Like I said, there's a couple that are really close. I, I last year there was a lot of interest in uh, softball and I was like, no, I mean, yay, softball, but no football. So, so I'm just really interested to see which uh, sports over this next once we get back to getting to do sports which sports yeah. are going to be the the ones that erupt on the scene so yeah well it really is about the fans and i believe where there's um existing interest will really help even the score you know as far as the inequality i think that will just naturally emerge given the opportunity and support especially with the more broadcasting of the games because like you said you know the women you know they'll if it's there they're going to see it when people see it, it's a lot a lot of fun to watch because i think that's what you know, we, you touched upon earlier as well that you're everyone's really doing it for the love of the game, and you're just trying to break even at, at best at this point too. Because I know a lot of um, people that have gotten a little tired of the professional sports at that that level. Where, I mean, the contracts are millions of dollars, and you know, it's it's just almost watching a business sometimes more than a sport. <laughs> 
it is you know the the biggest thing with us is getting the sponsorship so trying to get mm-hmm. the local sponsorships will be what because the money that I think most people will be really impressed to know that most WNBA, I mean, the, most uh, WFA teams, women tackle football teams are running those teams between, oh, 30 to $75,000. That's all that they, they get to run those teams. Um, and most of them are probably lower than 50. And so just getting a sponsor that gives you $5,000 or $10,000 is a huge thing for us. So uh, this year we worked at a sponsorship. Yeah, this year, well, we had a couple, there's a couple of teams that have really big sponsorships. It's probably about getting local. Like we have a $10,000 sponsorship uh, from a daycare center over in our area. Kids Corner Child Care gives us the sponsorship. So, so that That's takes great. care of a big chunk uh, of our money. Yeah. So so you do get big local sponsorships like that, but those big international, I mean, big national ones like uh, w, the WFA had 11 sports, which I'm sure they'll have next season, that was going to broadcast one game a week. And that was going to give us a ton of exposure. 11 sports is on free TV. We were going to be all over the nation. And it was a very big thing. And then just last week, uh, ESPN did a born to play documentary on the championship team, uh, Boston Renegades that won their championship last year, I believe. And it was based on their run to the championship and it was a two hour, you know, ESPN documentary. So that was a huge thing for the league along with some other big sponsorships that we've gotten recently from Wilson football and KT tape that are really starting to, to bring the sport up and make us get and show that we're getting recognition. Yeah, because there is a little, little bit of build it and they will come going on yeah. here. When people yeah, it's a, it's have a, a chance nice, to watch and have fun. Yeah, it's a nice give and take. You know, you have to show them that we had people and look how awesome it is. And think about, you know, if you had your brand behind these women while at the same time, you know, showing them that we are worth it, you know, at this level. And right now, most women teams, I would guess, are probably sitting there on high school level. We only get if most teams are lucky, they get three practices a week. We do five practices a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's those are just two hour practices. So there's no, you know, there's no gym that we have where they can go get smoothies like the NFL guys. <laughs> and they don't have a, you know, just a place where they can go throw the ball around. The lights will be turned off on them. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, there's none of those things for them. So really the level of work they have to do on their own along with what they do at the field. Um, determines mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's really cool. A lot of the community outreach and, and the events, that you guys are already doing. I mean, you're using your time and your muscles out there. And that's, that's really wonderful to see, as I say, especially in an organization where you guys are so busy anyway, and kind of doing it on your own time. And in some cases, your own dime. Um, So tell us about some of your community outreach uh, programs. Oh, I'm so excited you asked. So we have uh, one of the ones I want to let everybody know uh, right away is if you have a nonprofit, we do gift baskets. Uh, We usually send off two. Um, If you contact us through email and we'll just set up a meeting and then people give those away for silent auctions and things like that. But we do those for lots of different uh, groups around the uh, south side of Seattle. So if you guys have anything like that anywhere in Washington that we can get you guys a basket, you know, and you hear this, we would love to help support your nonprofit. So we do those. Um, that's kind of the only thing we could do right now with COVID. Um, yeah. we do, uh, the street cleaning, I want, really wanted to do some blood donations, but I'm really reticent to have my team come together to do anything like that i really i wanted to do some a couple different community events they were doing some farm things where they go down and get food and bring it back to the community but you know if i i could go do that myself but i can't tell my team please come and do this with us so (laughs) that's been a little hard um so mainly our stuff has been you know advocating online the wfa is really um for the current movement black lives matter is is definitely something that they're supporting so 
been a lot of that with the team. So that those are the biggest things we're doing right now. I, I just got a message from Snohomish Streets up here because that's where we street clean for. And they told us we we're on permanent hold for our street cleaning until they decide it's safe. So most of our, our uh, community events are on hold, but the gift basket thing we are still doing, if people want to get gift baskets, if they're going to do any online options or things like that, we provide a couple tickets in there and some um, gifts from the team and people give those away for, you know, to make a little yeah. bit of money for charities. Yeah, that's great. And as I say, while things, you know, can't, we can't be really playing so much now or, or doing these events is a great opportunity to tell people that they do exist. And if they want to think about donating or whatnot too with their, um, with their time and, or if they have something that needs, um, needs some muscle and needs to have a, bring a group of you over, especially if it can give you guys some, you know, um, some publicity or, you know, some, you know, create a little bit of awareness around it too. You could make yeah. an event fun in that way as well. And we also provided our games, which we didn't get to do again this year, um, but we provide five uh, community tables for nonprofits so that that's, they can send the games and they can yeah. promote their nonprofit. And then we do a 50-50 raffle where a nonprofit just schedules for that game and they run a 50-50 raffle all by themselves. So those type of events we do at the, the game, but again, just didn't get to do any of that. This hit just, our season would have started uh, April. The first week of April is our first is our first game. That's opening a week for the league. So we got shut down just as we were <laughs> getting oh. ready to start playing. So tell us about, I mean, if this was kind of a normal time, what, what the usual roster is and kind of who your biggest rivals are and um, some of those we can vicariously, you know, kind of get all pumped up. <laughs> yeah. So there was a big change up here, up North. Uh, one team that had been around for a while had left. Uh, so there's been a, just a few changes. Um, I bought my team two years ago. Uh, and the other team that's down South Tacoma, they had just sold their team. So they were going to be under new ownership and they weren't going to actually have a team this year. So our team was going to be a little bit more inclusive of Washington. And, and that's how we expect it to be this next year is to be a practices down South and practices up North. And, uh, our season starts January to June. So we've got quite a while. Um, we're totally in off season right now. Right now we have two practices a week in person, as long as we stay in phase two. If yep. we go back to phase one or things just don't look good to me, we will not be meeting in person. Um, and of course, those are mass practices on Thursdays. And then we have online practices every Tuesday that anybody can come and join if you want to join our Seattle Spartan Recruit page on Facebook and then just click into the Zoom meeting and do a 40-minute workout with us every Tuesday. So those are fun. Our roster size this last year was about 25 to 30 people. Last year, we had a player fee, so most of the teams in our league, because it's totally being paid for, most players actually pay to play. Wow. So our players were paying $400 last year, um, and this is my this will be my third season in 2021, and I decided pretty early that I was going to have zero player fees in my third year, that I, no matter what I had to do, I was going to try two years with no player fees and really see how that works, because that player fee whether it's $400 or $700 or some teams have thousand dollar play fees. Um, wow. That's a big barrier to a lot of people. getting. Yeah. Even if you tell them that we'll do fundraisers to help you and all sorts of stuff. So this next season, I just decided I'm going to take all the risk on myself and we're just going to not charge any player fees. And we're just going to try to make our money through fundraisers and through advertisers because it's just too hard on them, you know, and they already yeah. still have to get their helmets and cleats and, you know, miss work sometimes to go to practices and games. So um, just to help that out, I just 
I just think this is going to be a better option. And, you know, give it a try for two or three years. If the fans don't come after all of my advertising, then we have a bad product. If we did zero advertising, then you can't say anything. And like I said, yeah. there's been teams up here in Washington for about 20 years. And most people do not know that there's women's tackle football. So I just was like, oh, that's a grassroots campaign. That's posters everywhere. Yeah. That's Facebook ads. That's word of mouth. And if everybody, you know, knows and they say it sucks, they don't come out to watch us, then hey, maybe women's football isn't a thing. But I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't and either. When people <laughs> see it, they're going to be like, oh, I wow, play. this is really amazing. <laughs> well, I just, um, I was uh, in with a group of people that played touch football back in, um, you know, every Saturday during the season. And it was boys and girls playing together. And it was a gas. It was so much fun. Um, but as I say, we'll, we'll leave the tackling up to the professionals. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is a different thing. Like I actually, um, I'm only five foot. And I don't enjoy flag football at all. I'm at the place where my face gets hit by everybody's elbows. I still accidentally bump people because of my center of gravity that sometimes is a tackle. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. so, so it just is, I it just is not, I'm, I do not enjoy flag football, but that is actually becoming a really big thing in Washington. And then our team has helped out in a couple of Powderpuff games. I don't know if you've seen those. And those are uh, usually charity games for uh, youth sports. Yeah. But the moms put on the pads and they play a flag game, but they're yeah. in pads. That is super fun. That yeah. is a really fun game. You you do accidentally hit people, but you know, it's just a penalty. There's so some accidental like, ta tackles there. We did that in college. Too. <laughs> it was, it is so much fun. I've played in two of those charity games and our, our team has played in a couple and it, they are so much fun. It's great to help out charity and helps to get our name out there. And, and we've recruited some really fantastic athletes from uh, the powder puff teams. They, we have quite a few who are all Americans who played powder puff and then went, wow, this is fun. I, I want to hit people for real. I, I don't want to have to hold back. And we're like, well, come to practice. We'll let you hit people for real. Full speed. Yeah, do do some do some venting in the proper place and the proper way. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll be right back with some parting thoughts from Nicole as soon as we return. So please stay tuned. The American Cancer Society estimates that one in eight women will be diagnosed with invasive breast cancer. Knowledge is powerful and early detection is key. Thermography provides the earliest sign that a breast cancer is forming years before other procedures. It's 100% safe, no radiation, no body contact. Thermography is an essential addition to any woman's health care, now recommended to start at age 20. Ladies, we don't have to wait until we are told we have breast cancer. Early detection and intervention is possible. Call Body Life Imaging about this life-saving technology. 425-440-0404 or go to naturalchoice.net and keyword search Body Life, one word. Have you been counting sheep at night? It's time to look for a new mattress. Holy Lamb Organics is a local manufacturer dedicated to creating exceptional natural bedding products using sustainable production processes. They offer a line of organic bedding for your complete natural bedroom. No dyes, no chemicals, no synthetic fill. And most importantly, no more counting sheep. Have a natural sleep tonight. To learn more about the best options for you, call Holy Lamb Organics at 888-359-1362 or go to naturalchoice.net. Keyword search, Holy Lamb. 
Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. This is Dr. Lisa Price, and you're listening to the Natural Choice Network on Alternative Talk 1150. So, Nicole, what final thoughts uh, or personal message would you like to leave um, our listeners with today? Uh, Well, first, anybody who, you know, this sparked your interest and you're thinking, ah, but I'm too old, ah, but I'm too this, I'm too that, come try out. Practices are free, you know, come give it a try. I'm 40. Our oldest person on our team is in her upper 50s. Uh, The oldest person in our league is in their 60s, and the youngest people in our league are 18. So if this sparks (laughs) your interest at all, I'm telling you, come out there. It'll really... It, football really does change your life. It'll be a really life-changing experience. Well, I bet um, the camaraderie is really great with you, girl, you know. It, it is. It's such an empowering thing because we are expecting excellence out of everybody, whether you're, you know, 18 or you're a mom with kids or whoever comes out there, you know, you're an athlete that played in college. We're expecting excellence, excellence out of everybody. And that really does help people to realize their true potential, you know, that you really are capable of so much. And that's one of the reasons I love football. Plus it's the ultimate team sport um, and really just teaches you a lot about yourself. So it's a, it's fantastic. Um, If you have any questions and you want to check us out, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, literally everything we're on. So (laughs) look for CL Spartans or WFA Spartans. Uh, Our website is WFA-Spartans.com. And you can email me if you're interested in playing at clspartans at yahoo.com. We would love to talk to you about football. Okay. And you can also just keyword search Seattle Spartans at naturalchoice.net. And a recording of today's show will be posted on the radio archive page with the link to their website as well. Well, thanks again for joining us again today, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful. It was fun. And thanks to all of our listeners for choosing to join in too. As you know, our choices create our experiences and collectively our experiences create our community. So thank you for making the natural choice.